Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include an inflation riddle, my interview with Ben Miller, co-founder of Simple Nexus, on what the company has been up to recently between acquisitions and new products, and the following number of refinance candidates. It's Friday. Things have slowed down a little bit, and I appreciate you taking a break from Wordle to check out today's commentary. Here's a riddle. What's bad when it is down? Just right when it's a little, and bad when it is too much. Answer? Inflation. Inflation is really getting out of hand. That's my three cents. (laughs) The math is simple. If you're earning 0% on your savings, the boss gave you a 5% raise, but inflation is 7%, you're losing ground. Or perhaps the price is the same, but the size of your egg, McMuffin, or toilet paper roll has shrunk. Same thing. Sure, you can use small amounts of your savings to cover up expenses like higher gasoline prices, but eventually it catches up. The labor markets are tight, demand remains elevated, and the effects of COVID are highly uncertain. Investors demand a higher yield, and the demand for cash increases as companies need to borrow. The nominee for vice chair of the Federal Reserve, Lael Brainerd, told Congress that the fight against inflation is the central bank's most important task as it shifts gears towards tighter monetary policy. Quote, inflation is too high and working people around the country are concerned about how far their paychecks will go. High inflation hurts workers and families, especially the most vulnerable. Our monetary policy is focused on getting inflation back down to 2% while sustaining a recovery that includes everyone. End quote. Today's podcast is brought to you by Simple Nexus, an Encino company and award-winning developer of mobile-first technology for the modern mortgage lender. A four-time Inc. 5000 company, Simple Nexus has been recognized as one of the nation's fastest-growing companies and one of the world's best workplaces for innovators. To become part of the award-winning Simple Nexus team, visit simplenexus.com careers. With that being said, I wanted to welcome on Ben Miller co-founder of Simple Nexus, where he oversees ongoing business operations, including strategic partnerships, implementation management, and customer success functions. Ben joined Simple Nexus in 2014 as an original employee following his first meeting with company founder Matt Hansen. Today, Ben's mission is to keep the company efficient as it scales, expand its strategic partnerships, and bring the right mix of people on board. Ben draws personal satisfaction and motivation from seeing firsthand the impact Simple Nexus has on the mortgage industry. Earlier this week, Simple Nexus officially became part of Encino, a publicly traded company and worldwide leader in cloud banking. What opportunities are created by the combination of these companies and how do lenders stand to gain? That's pretty exciting because Encino is a publicly traded company, like you said, so they have access to the currency of the public markets. And they're very much growth oriented. And so they want to double down on Simple Nexus and to continue to be the best at delivering the home ownership journey. And uh, together, pairing that with their company being the best at commercial lending and servicing other aspects of financial institutions, you know, both these solutions together will have a more complete picture for what you know any lender you know might need out there in the space, you know, be it a financial institution or an independent mortgage bank. Well, continuing the chain of uh, companies becoming parts of other companies, in October, Simple Nexus acquired LBA Ware, which is a highly regarded tech firm known for its business intelligence 
products and for its Compensafe incentive compensation management platform, among other things. We are big fans of the quarterly loan compensation report data that emerges from Compensafe. Will Simple Nexus continue to report on industry compensation trends each quarter? What's the plan? Yeah, we're super excited about Lori and her team joining the company because they do such great products like this, right? Have such great insights. And, you know, we want to do the same thing that Encino is doing with us in the sense of giving Lori's team more resources to do more of what they're already the best at, right? And really bringing those solutions like, you know, the Compensate from Lime Gear now to the industry. And, uh, and I think you'll see more benchmarking products, you know, coming, you know, to the industry to serve uh, as information and kind of goalposts for what's happening. Well, the pace of innovation at Simple Nexus is seriously impressive. I mean, late last year, amidst all the acquisition news, you introduced two new products to market, Nexus Pay and Nexus Bilingual. Can you tell our listeners about these solutions? Yeah, it just makes me super proud of the team and just very excited to be part of a company like this that moves at that pace. You know, like you said, in the midst of everything else going on, we're still releasing amazing products. You know, Nexus Bilingual is really enabling, you know, Spanish speakers to be able to start that loan process in their native tongue and, you know, do it in a compliant fashion. And this has been huge. In fact, we were just hearing from a customer that, you know, rolled it out and the day they implemented it, they received an inquiry for someone, you know, in Spanish, you know, like within hours of turning it on. So it's a really cool uh, technology that's really helping, you know, kind of bridge the, the lending gap that's out there. Um, and then Nexus Pay is an integrated payment solution. And this is an amazing concept because, you know, a borrower doesn't want to have to leave a platform they're familiar with to go take care of a task during this loan process. And so having it integrated into the front end system that they're used to using, they can just get a push notification to their phone that says, hey, it's time to pay for an appraisal or, or make a first month's payment or whatever it may be. They just tap that, take care of that on their phone or they can do it on desktop. And it's in, you know, in the front end system that they're used to using in the portal that they're familiar with. And it's very seamless and uh, very easy to use and helps the borrower and the lender and very excited about these technologies rolling out. Next month, you're holding your fourth annual user conference at Snowbird Ski Resort. Uh, my invitation seems to be in the mail, I guess. What a great location that is. Is this event strictly for current customers, or is there an opportunity for lenders who have heard about Simple Nexus to come and see what it's all about? <laughs> We'd love to have you come, Robbie, and uh, maybe do a podcast from the slopes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But uh, this, yeah, this event is uh, it's our Simple Nexus user group. But of course, we have you know customers and prospects coming; those that are interested about Simple Nexus attending. In fact, I would say at least twenty percent of the attendance is uh, lenders that are curious to hear, you know, from other lenders who are using it, uh, using Simple Nexus, what it's all about, and uh, before they sign up with us. So, yeah, most definitely, we'd like to invite you know all who are interested in in our platform. Excellent. And when it comes to the industry, we've seen some margin compression here to open 2022. What challenge is Simple Nexus tackling next? Well, definitely, we're going to continue on innovating in the space and helping the loan officer be more efficient and mobile, creating a better borrower experience, you know, connecting all parties in the transaction. So the borrower, the realtor, the loan officer, but now settlement agents with closing, right? And then the personas within the company, LOAs or processors or you know, underwriters, 
you know, getting more people access to technology to do their jobs more efficiently and communicate, you know, more efficiently and transparently. Um, very excited about that to just continue innovating. And especially with closing, as we really ramp up what we're doing in closing and bringing that to an industry that's needed it for decades. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like you're doing fun things and I appreciate you taking the time and coming on to talk to me today. Yeah, thank you. Love the show. If I do not see you at Snowbird, hopefully I will see you somewhere else soon. <laughs> Sounds good. There's a lot of excitement in the industry. And uh, I think, you know, definitely with some margin compression and pullback, there's going to be a lot of people looking for solutions. So a lot of people pounding the pavement to, to try to find out which way to go and what to do. And we're going to be there to help them out. So Definitely. Rates are on the rise over time, which has huge implications for the refinance candidate population. Mortgage rates surged higher in yesterday's primary mortgage market survey from Freddie Mac, with the average 30-year fixed rate of 23 basis points to 3.45%, the highest in almost two years. That cuts the number of high-quality refinance candidates down to around 7 million, from around 11 million at the end of December, and from as high as nearly 20 million in 2020. The last time the population was this small was back at the start of November in 2019 when rates were around 3.75%. However, together, these 7 million candidates could benefit from an aggregate potential monthly savings of nearly $2 billion, or about $273 a month per borrower. The bond market is closed Monday for the holiday, but was open yesterday and today, and mortgage-backed security and treasury prices rose, pushing yields down slightly despite the dwindling Fed support. We saw more Fed speakers, including known doves, joining colleagues and talking much more hawkishly as of late. Those who believe inflation is running too hot and want stimulus removed from the economy are called hawks. Those who believe growth is lackluster and want stimulus in the economy are called doves. The expectation is now that four rate hikes are more likely than three this year. The Fed may be getting a diverse makeover as President Biden fills out the ranks of a seven-member panel that wields much influence over the world's largest economy. Fed governors are appointed by the president and confirmed by the Senate for staggered 14-year terms, while the Fed chair and vice chair serve four-year terms. You may be seeing the names of Sarah Bloom, Raskin, Lisa Cook, and Philip Jefferson in the press in 2022. For some or all of the nominees, they prepare for opposition during confirmation hearings in the Senate, where Democrats and Republicans each hold 50 votes. Vice President Kamala Harris can provide a 51st Democratic vote, to break ties and party-line disagreements, but only if all Democrats approve of someone the entire GOP opposes. Yesterday also saw a cooler-than-expected PPI report for December, owed to a plunge in the price of oil in late November that has since risen, meaning any savings will prove to be temporary. There weren't many notes of hope in the details when it came to deciphering the future of inflation, and there were no serious surprises, which explained the minimal reaction in both stock and bond markets. The New York Fed desk released its upcoming two-week MBS purchase schedule. It totaled $70.9 billion in buying with $50.9 billion in paydowns and the tapered $20 billion SOMA increase that will decrease to $10 million in the next estimate. Although the Fed's path is pretty much set, economists will check out today's packed calendar of scheduled releases. We've seen December retail sales down 1.9%, quite a shortfall, and import-export prices down 2% on import prices. Later this morning brings industrial production and capacity utilization for December, 
November business inventories, and preliminary January Michigan sentiment. Two Fed speakers are scheduled, Philadelphia's Harker and New York's Williams. Ahead of the MLK holiday weekend, we begin the day with agency MBS prices worse a few 30 seconds and the 10-year yielding 1.72 after closing yesterday at 1.71% after the very weak retail sales figures. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. There's the story of an old lady selling pretzels for 25 cents on a corner in Manhattan. Every day, a young man passes her at lunchtime and drops a quarter in the cup, but doesn't take a pretzel. She never says a word. He does this for three years, until one day he drops a quarter in her cup and she finally speaks. They're 35 cents now. <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Simple Nexus, the homeownership platform that unites the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process into one seamless end-to-end solution that spans engagement, origination, closing, and business intelligence. To learn more about Simple Nexus, an Encino company, visit simplenexus.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.